Hello and welcome to the Wiretap Whisper podcast episode 14 presented by me, Sammy ASMR. If this is the first time you're watching a podcast episode, this is a uh, series of uh, podcasts with fellow ASMR creators, um, either in soft spoken like we are today or whispered dialogue. Um, yeah, so basically we sit down and we talk about all about their personal life, their channel, um, hobbies and interests and just everything in between basically. And today we are joined by the lovely Edda Fox. Hi. <laughs> um, I have a quick summary for those of you guys who are watching who maybe aren't familiar with um, Edda and her channel. So yeah, she is a Turkish slash German creator. Um, she has uh, over 150,000 subscribers um, on her channel. And um, on top of that, she has over 400 live ASMR videos on her YouTube as well. Uh, 445 to be precise, I think. Um, she's been uploading now for a little over two and a half years. And if I was to kind of summarize her style of ASMR, like a, a, a genre, um, which is sometimes hard to do. Um, it's more of a gentle tapping hand movements, that, that kind of vibe, basically. Um, just really relaxing videos. Um, but in terms of the diversity of it, you can find her tapping on anything from cars to phones to mannequin heads, you name it. Edda will tap on it, um, basically. And on top of all them great YouTube achievements, she is also huge on Twitch as well. And she currently has uh, 16,500 followers on there. That's a boring summary from me. And Edda's going to do a little bit better now. So Edda, the people watching, who are you today? Thanks for inviting me, first of all. Um... I'm a 24-year-old creator from based in Germany, basically. I have Turkish roots, so my ethnicity is Turkish. And yeah, I love to create videos. I love to entertain people, make them sleep, just connect with everyone. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I love to play video games in my free time. I like to be outdoors. Yeah. That's basically the quick summary nice. of... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's always a, it's always a fun question to ask and obviously the things that you touched on are things that we're definitely going to dive into today and explore a little bit more so um yeah this podcast is also available in uh, audio only form um and the audio only uh version of this episode will come out um the following tuesday so you can catch that on uh spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and lots of other amazing podcast platforms so you can choose your favorite. Uh, the links to those will be in the video description and the um, pinned comment. But yeah, um, how this is going to work is we have a past section, a present section and a future section. And obviously we'll make our way from the past to the future as we dive into the wonderful life of Edda, basically. And um, yeah, so the first thing I want to ask, which you kind of touched on, is you were born um, in Turkey, right? And you moved to, to Germany. Could you tell me... Is, I think that's right. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, I was actually born in Germany. Born I was Germany. born and raised, yeah, mm. in Germany. Um, my parents came here a few years ago, like 30, 40 years ago to um, work. So 
they were the first ones to be here and then I was born here and yeah okay so yeah see I thought because my next question was like what are the differences between like Turkish culture and like German culture and you might still know the answer to that but obviously you've been you've been born and brought up in Germany so it's it's maybe not too apparent uh I would say I'm more familiar with the uh, German culture actually mm-hmm. a lot of people think that um because like I look Turkish or my ethnicity is Turkish that I'm like uh, an expert but yeah. yeah the difference is um I feel like the weather is the biggest difference um Turkey is much warmer like yeah climate wise um people are a little different um more I feel like in Turkey they're more um like open to talk to strangers stuff like that and german is more um the people are more like rule based i I don't know how to describe it my first language is not english so i'm sorry if i know you like the grammatics wrong but yeah yeah. it sounds uh, the sounds like germany sounds a bit similar to the uk in 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 what you're saying there it's not like um i think uh you know, countries like Turkey, like you touched on, and, and Spain and stuff like that, they're more close-knit communities, um, more open, like you said, whereas I think Germany, the UK are kind of a bit more, yeah, a bit more reserved, and it takes a little bit more to get people out of their shell, yeah. for sure. Um, what was it like growing up learning, like, different, like, obviously you speak three languages, right? Was that was that kind of something that you, your parents just, like, instilled within you since like she was since you were born so you kind of just you've always been able to speak three languages or um i the first language i learned was um turkish so that's my mother language Mm -hmm. um till i was three years old and when i went to kindergarten i started to learn german right um as of now i would say that german is my best language though because i um i don't move i don't live with my parents anymore i don't really speak turkish on a daily basis yeah um so yeah it's just the language that you're using the most so it's kind of yeah. you can you get more reps with it um so so was the was the german something that you just you just picked up as a kid like you didn't go to lessons or anything like that just because you were so young no it was just learning it with like being around other people uh-huh. i was the i think there were two turkish uh like me and another girl were Turkish and everyone else was German in, in the whole town or in the whole village. So okay. uh, I didn't have any other option just uh, other than learning German perfectly, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so, so yeah, so you've, you've, you've grown up in, um, in Germany. Did you know, like as a kid growing up and being into like teenagers as well, did you know what you wanted to be when you, when, when you, when you grew up? I think I wanted to be a vet when I grew up. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in a really like small village, like countryside village. So I I loved like all the farm animals and stuff like that. I wanted to be a vet, but that changed so much. Like all my plans um, have changed. So yeah. Yeah. Did um yeah have you stood like have you studied like a degree or anything like that? Did you go to college or university? I changed my path quite a few times. I wanted to um, work at court. I don't know the right English definition for it, but it's basically um, when you like sit next to the judge and type everything they say oh, okay. during the um, during the not investigation, but during the trials and yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, they no, just no. write everything down what people say, um, and that was like my first 
uh, not job, but the first thing I wanted to get a degree in. Yeah. And then I decided that it's not for me anymore. No. Um, then I wanted to be a teacher. And so I went to university here and I didn't like that either. So I switched <laughs> again. And currently I'm in university for um, the science of languages. So wow. the proper the proper term is linguistics and phonetics uh -huh. and uh, German history and languages, something like that. Wow. So, yeah. so is that like, does that touch on lots of different languages and how they, and how they're like the foundations of those languages or is it mainly like English and exploring that? It's pretty much about all languages, mm -hmm. um, all the similarities between them. What I find really interesting is that um, our like teachers or professors, they, uh, some of them go to places where the languages never have been explored before, like languages we don't know even of. Okay. And they wow. go there with recorders and record and try to figure out what what they mean, basically the words and everything. I yeah. think quite interesting. Yeah, for sure. And it's a, I think it's amazing that you speak three languages. I think a lot of people would be like envious of that. I think you say, you kind of say to people, you know, what would you, what was a, what's a skill that you'd like? And a lot of people do say, oh, I'd like to speak a different language. Um, and I think, you know, technology is improving, right? So there's more and more like translation things. But I think the ability to just speak another language fluently is amazing, let alone three of them. So that's, cool. so that's, that's nice. And obviously it sounds like you're really passionate about it. So that's the main thing. Um, I know how hard studies can get on top of everything else. So um, for you to be doing that, and um and killing it on youtube and twitch is is amazing so i guess that kind of leads on to you know how did how did you come across asmr you've probably had this question uh quite a lot but yeah and normally I ask people is there like a first video that stands out for you that's like oh this was the first video that i came across when i when i started to watch asmr um the first video i remember um the proper like tagged ASMR video that got recommended to me was a <clears throat> makeup role play. And I remember me being so weirded out by it that I showed to my friends and was like laughing at it, which is super weird to think about now, yeah. um, mm -hmm. <laughs> being in my position now. But um, yeah, that was the first video. I don't know the creator's name anymore, but oh. it was like a beauty influencer. It was not an like ASMR artist. Um, oh, that's that's interesting because I'm I'm pretty sure I've, I've I've got a decent memory and I'm think I'm thinking back to previous episodes now and I'm pretty sure someone said exactly the same thing and I can't remember really? who it was so it's maybe it was maybe this a similar video because I'm I'm pretty sure they said they used to watch beauty videos um, on YouTube and then whoever this person was this creator decided to do like a an ASMR based video so. It, it maybe was the same thing. Yeah, I think there was a time where like a lot of um, like beauty influencers or like normal influencers would uh, make like a challenge like AS, I'm, I'm going to try ASMR and uh -huh. try to make their main audience like laugh or something. I'm not sure. So maybe that's why. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah, no, that's it's a shame that you don't remember the creator, but it's weird how you said you were laughing to your friends about it and then like everything's just came full circle. Um, so you watched that video, like what kind of made you want to stay and like, and watch more? How did that unravel? Um, I feel like I, I had, I always had like sleeping issues and I was, uh, watching these, I think it was Maddie ASMR. There's an ASMR creator. She does like 
only makeup like what she gets for kind of palace she gets and stuff like that mm -hmm. and i just watched them uh when i was bored or couldn't sleep not even to fall asleep but just to because the videos were so long that i could just put them on and like not be bored anymore yeah. if that if that makes sense okay, so yeah. yeah it was quite kind of interesting yeah because my next question is like you know was it was it a mental outlet for you and i think you said that you you know you struggled to, to sleep and stuff like that um was that was that because you were maybe like stressed in real life with maybe your degree and stuff like that was yeah was that one of the reasons do you think um honestly at the time i wasn't really stressed about like school or a degree i feel like that was a time where uh, i moved to another city like mm -hmm. i moved far away from my hometown okay i didn't have like barely had friends i was not in touch with my family um, because of like really personal reasons but I was like super lonely and I felt like these videos kept me company in a way mm, I feel so that. that was such a cool way to deal uh, to deal with it yeah and then the next question is is like um, do you still do you still rely on ASMR for that type of thing now or is it kind of more just um, it's like integrated itself into your into your life basically because I think I think it does that with people um because i could i could definitely fall asleep without putting an asmr video on but it's like a routine now that i watch a couple of asmr videos and then i'll leave one on in the background and fall asleep to it is that is that the same for you or do you still rely on it for insomnia and stuff like that yeah as you said i just put it on by routine now whenever i'm like doing something it's just mm -hmm. a habit now yeah um <laughs> i I feel like it definitely has changed i don't have a lot of issues anymore that i used to have back then so uh, it's like way more like I'm not really too dependent on it anymore to watch it but I do it because I like like it still if that makes sense yeah no I 100% relate to that so yeah so you, you know you um you ironically came across it you know you, you were a bit weird out at first and then you kind of fell in love with it what made you then think okay I can I can do this myself I can I can be an ASMR creator what was that spark for you what was the motivation I um I honestly it's it's such a funny feeling because I always said I wanted to do ASMR after I started watching the videos. Um, I'm like a person whenever I like to watch something, I really want to try it out myself. Mm -hmm. I was taking like lots of pictures of like my makeup palettes back then, or I was I was just doing a lot of things that ASM artists really do, and I just uh, didn't have the courage to make a channel yet so yeah. i was really happy to do that nice so did did you have like any early expectations going into it or was it kind of just like i like watching this i think i'd really enjoy doing it so i'm just going to do it and do it for fun or did you kind of set any expectations on yourself my um i kind of didn't set expectations on myself. My only problem back then was that I was too shy to speak English. Like my English, um, mm -hmm. when I was in Discord with friends, I didn't speak when there was an English like speaking person in there because I was too shy to uh, like actually speak it. So that was my only problem. So when I, my first video, I was so shy about like talking English and I was always sure that, um, I didn't want to make a pure German channel or pure Turkish channel. Uh -huh. I don't know why I was so drawn to the English speaking community. I think because I watched it only. I don't know. 
See, that's it's really ironic that you started talking about that because my next question was, um, did uh, did you have like a difficult decision to choose German, English, or Turkish? Which is really funny. So uh, maybe I give myself credit for that one for being a good preparer because you kind of answered you are. it, <laughs> or maybe you're just amazing and you just kind of like predicted it. <laughs> I appreciate. It. No, you are. You did your uh, research. Um, I I didn't see like it. I was only watching uh, English ASMR videos, so it didn't make sense to me to make it um, make a video for a community that I don't watch. Yeah. If that makes I've sense, I've had that so. before. I've had that answer before. Yeah, but I I think it's weird because I think like multilingual creators that I've had on before, some of them have um, felt more connected to, you know, the non, the non-English language, um, whether it's like Spanish or Portuguese, um, and they've kind of steered their channel towards that direction. And they have yeah. second channels that are, um, dedicated to English speaking ASMR videos, but the main ones are, um, you know, the, like the Spanish or the Portuguese, like I said. So it's, it's interesting to get that, to get that different take. You still, You've still done some videos, right, that have been in German and Turkish. Um, I actually have a Turkish channel. I don't know if you if you knew that. It kind of yeah, it's, no, it's very mixed. <laughs> um, I have a I opened my Turkish channel a few months. No, it's been a year, I think. Not even a few months ago. Um, so yeah, I created another like ch separate channel for that. Um, didn't upload for a year uh -huh. although the videos over there are way more popular than my like regular videos but really um, i don't know it's not a lot of people know that so that's really interesting yeah is it on your because if you click sometimes if you click people's channel pages like the channel tab on their youtube page um yeah. that's where you'll find this i think it's on there oh, maybe I, maybe maybe i just didn't look <laughs> I have to admit, though, like my profile pictures, I think it's the same and like the names are really similar. So you might have like, oh, OK, um, a lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. And you're saying that you're saying that the the views for the Turkish videos actually do better than the English ones. I yeah, they are like um, I have like almost 30,000 subscribers on there and the average views are. Wow. I uh, like in the couple hundred thousands always so that's so weird i don't know like i don't know what it is about that <laughs> channel but um no i think i think people just um you know i think asmr is obviously a worldwide thing and i think there's obviously so many english speaking creators out there right and i think you know if you're if you're from a country yeah. that isn't natively english speaking like turkey then i think you'll feel you'll just feel more connected to to someone that's doing Turkish ASMR and speaking in Turkish ASMR. Yeah, I get that. I think, yeah, because yeah, I think that's what, um, that's what Maya found with her audience and, and the Portuguese audience. And I had Carol on, uh, Carol ASMR before this, um, and she was the same with like a Spanish Argentinian audience as well. Um, so, so they feel more connected to the their like their native yeah audience mm. yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously they've steered their channels their way. Um, their main channels but obviously you've steered your main channel English but have like a side channel Turkish but it's weird how you said that it's getting so many views that's incredible um I feel like for me it's kind of the opposite uh I know that a lot of my Turkish viewers watch my videos because I have a like heavy foreign accent within like I have a German accent while I'm speaking Turkish <laughs> if that makes sense yeah 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 so that's 
what they find interesting, I think. So um, it's quite the opposite from like me being more connected to the Turkish side. I feel like I'm like a foreigner in within like the Turkish community, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Like, yeah. Super I think, confusing. I think in general in Germany, right, there's a heavy, there is a heavy Turkish like community in, in Germany. I think that's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, there was a like not movement, but there was a time in Germany where they needed like a lot of uh, workers and they d didn't have like enough people there. So they uh, wanted to bring like people from other countries inside to uh -huh. help them with work. Um, the plan wasn't that they would all like move here, <laughs> yeah. but uh, like the plan was that just for a few months they would work and they would go back to their countries. Um, but yeah, a lot of people stayed and that's why I think that's why there's like such a huge community from Turkey and like Italy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so interesting. And I only knew that because I've got a decent football knowledge and I know that <laughs> um, some people in the German national team actually are um, Turkish. So uh, Ilkay Gundogan, he's, he's German, but he, I think he was born in Turkey. Um, and the same with like uh, Mesut Ozil as well. Yeah. Um, so that's the only reason I knew that because <laughs> I'm interested in football quite a lot. Um, but that's amazing. Did you have any? Um, did you have any creators that inspired you to start your channel? And did you have anyone outside the community, maybe family, friends, whatever, that was kind of pushing you to do that as well? Um, I was watching Tena ASMR a oh, lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Matt's ASMR, all the makeup of makeup. ASMR creators. I was watching them a lot for inspiration. Who else? Um, I don't, I didn't really know of like the biggest channels. That's why I wonder why they didn't get recommended to me. I only like knew of like a few, like, like Tena who did like hand movements and other personal attention. So yeah, those were the ones I watched first and that they still inspire me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, outside of the community, I remember when I sat at the Christmas dinner with like friends, they, um, I asked them if I should like open a channel and they pushed me to like finally open up the channel. So yeah, yeah. outside of the community, it was they, my friends. They do. I mean, that's nice. It's nice to have supportive friends, especially with something like this. Cause I think YouTube in general is still a bit weird, right? For people. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you, you throw ASMR into the mix and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but it's a good job they did push you because obviously you're doing so amazing now. Um, and I think that kind of concludes the past section. Um, we're kind of going to touch a little bit on the past in, the, in, in this present section. Um, but yeah, for the most part, we're kind of done with that section and we're going to move yeah. to the present. So for this, um, for this portion of the podcast, what I normally do is I, I go I go onto your channel page, I look at your videos, I go all the way back to the start and I kind of look a little bit numbers kind of analyze like where things started to um to blow up and stuff like that so um so yeah like i mentioned in the summary right at the start you started over two and a half years ago now and i love that you kept your first video up because i i think a lot of people just delete it out of cringe right so it's difficult round of applause for that well round well, <laughs> well thank you <laughs> it's so difficult to not delete it uh-huh um so it's titled, which I'm, I'm kind of like kicking myself that I didn't title my my first one this, but it's titled 
my first ASMR video, which makes so much sense. Why I didn't put that in my title, I don't know. Because um, a lot of people like that. Um, tapping and whispering blue blue yeti. So so to start off, like you had the blue yeti to start, which yeah. I think says a lot. I think the camera quality um, was like kind like. Uh, yeah maybe not professional but like it was you know it was good yeah. i think it was good um and obviously the audio quality was good because you were using the blue yay um yeah is that what you wanted when you first started you wanted to make sure it looked and it sounded good like going into it was that like a, a thing that you kind of prioritized yeah definitely um it was maybe too much of like a setup i wish it was it would have been more natural like a more natural style you can see my cat yeah we love it um <laughs> what, what, what's it, what's his name sorry his name is zeus zeus one name i love it yeah charles zeus. <laughs> um what, what was i saying You're talking about yeah i wanted to yeah. yeah i wanted to make sure it has a good quality i now definitely know it's definitely you don't have a, need to have a good camera i have mm -hmm. a lot of videos that i just recorded with my phone that like perform better than oh, all yeah. the high quality like equipment stuff so yeah i wanted to make sure it, it's uh, like a good first video yeah no i think i think that's i think that's natural because i think you want to put out a good impression right um uh what was i gonna ask next um yeah was, <laughs> what are you what are your feelings on it now obviously we kind of hinted that it's kind of cringy to look at but i think you know it's kind of nice to look at it and think okay this is where i came from this is where i'm at now what yeah what what are your thoughts on that video I mean, it's, as you said, it's nice to look back on it. Uh, I wouldn't want to watch it anymore. I I cringe. Like, I get goosebumps when I need to, like, look at myself back then. But, um, yeah, it's. I think everyone feels that way. I'm pretty sure you do too as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've deleted, I've deleted some early videos, but not not the first one. Um, I think... I not think... the first... Yeah, don't don't delete the first one. Yeah. It's, it's okay. You can look back in a few years still. <laughs> I should change the title, change it to my first day of some month. <laughs> really? What was it before? Um, I think it's just titled ASMR tapping and scratching on 10 random objects objects. Okay. I think that's all it's titled. Yeah. So it doesn't have it doesn't have my first one in it to tell people, but okay. it is what it is. I think in general though, I struggle hmm. I, I struggle like watching myself back when it's like a role play or something like that because I don't I don't normally watch role plays myself because I find them quite cringy um so for me to then do one and then I have to edit it back is really it's really difficult I get that <laughs> so I think the ultimate the ultimate cringe is watching watching an early role play that will make me I might actually break a, bro a bone cringing <laughs> at that <laughs> so funny yeah um Okay, so like the next thing, this blew my mind. By the way, I can't. I actually can't. Now I'm actually reading my notes and thinking about it again. This was this is mind blowing. So, the first video of yours to we'll quote this blow up, um, was a fishbowl trigger video, um, which now has fifty seven thousand views. I'm guessing it didn't have that many views when you uploaded it, but from looking at the other videos, it kind of looked obviously like that one. Um, had done more, like considerably uh, better than what you'd uploaded previously to that. Um, and I, and it's funny because I scrolled for quite a while and I was like, 
because like all the videos early on was like any, anywhere between like 1,000 and 10,000 views basically. Um, and then when I got to that video, I looked back, looked at the first video again, checked the date, looked at the date on this on this fishbowl video and it turns out that it was only two months that you started and in that time you had made 54 videos in two <laughs> months you are crazy what i can't even i honestly i was like sitting there like i had to double check triple check the numbers i was like there's no way she's done 54 videos in two months. you are obviously really determined how and and how did you have so much time I, I need to know this magic. Do you have like a time stop watch or something? <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I uploaded. Yeah, now that you say it, I remember. Um, I there I for like four months straight, I uploaded a video every single day, um, because I kind of thought that would make me like um, better faster because I have more videos in a shorter amount of time that I can edit. Uh -huh. Um. But yeah, I, I did upload a lot, a lot of videos it's, in a week, like seven videos a week. It's kind of weird now to think about it. Couldn't how it did anymore. you, I, <laughs> how did you manage for that time though? Like what, what else were you doing at the time in your life? Um, I, I remember times where I was like getting up earlier before I went to university to like just record before uni in the morning. So dedicated. Just, uh, like at night. I don't know just made some time for you it you just I guess. made it happen yeah no i love that because obviously you know it shows how determined you were and um and how much you love it like you can't i don't think you can churn out that many videos and not and not love it at the same time you know what i mean so um obviously all that hard work's paid off um definitely and and not only were you pumping out so many different videos you were you were doing all sorts of different styles um it's actually, it's still crazy to me. And I'm thinking about it. Uh, and then a month later, after that fishbowl one, you've done a video titled uh, Fluffy Mic Scratching with Long Nails. And mm. currently that has 476,000 views. So after three months, you already had a video with over six figure views. Um, it's well over six figures because that's only 100,000 views, right? So you have 476,000. Obviously that's grown since then. Um what was like what was that like watching that video like do so well and, and blow up after only like three months it was such a weird feeling um it took some time for it to like uh like slowly rise between the other videos uh -huh. but um it was such a weird feeling uh because i always like looked at it and i was like what is different about this video than to all my other videos like what's the difference because you want to <laughs> kind of replicate uh -huh. it right so yeah that was my thought it's just, I think you probably realize now that sometimes the algorithm just works in mysterious ways, right? Definitely. There's definitely videos that do better than other ones, but I think in terms of actually just blowing up, I think it's just, I don't want to put it all down to luck, you know what I mean? Because that just sounds like I'm taking I'm taking the onus away from uh, from the video. But, you know, a lot of the times that's just kind of what it is. Um but that's, it's crazy. Like, <sighs> I'm still mind blown. It's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. I, I, sometimes I wonder like, why, like, why exactly this, like, what is, was it the timing? Mm -hmm. YouTube can be weird sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think, I think 
from that point, it's safe to say that you became and have become um, unanimous with um, like long nail videos, right? Because um, after that video, you had mm-hmm. you had a brain scratching video that has one hundred nine thousand views, a lens tapping video that has five hundred fifty thousand views, um, a fast nail tapping video that has one hundred thirty two thousand views. Obviously, all with long nails. What is it about the long nails, Edda? What is it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I just, I, uh, I wanted to turn it down for today as well. I'm, um, I'm a very visual person. So when I, I would rather have the same video video with like made, like my nails made than with like just play normal. Yeah. So like it adds a little something to it. Um, I definitely want to turn it down though, because I don't want to, I feel like now when I have my nails are not done, I don't really want to record and I don't want that to hold me back, if that makes sense. So I want to turn yeah. it down. Um, but yeah, it takes some time. And I know I have so many videos where it's like the longest nails. <laughs> Just a it, habit, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a psychological thing now as well. Because you like, you think and do you think like, uh, do you think if you made a video without long nails, would you go into it with the thought process that it's not going to do well? Has it got to I, that? Yeah, I would assume so. I'm. Um, I feel like it looks worse in the thumbnail if, if there's like no like color on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like a psychological psychological thing. I don't think that it would actually like perform that much worse. Or yeah. I have videos where I have like short nails, like nothing, like no nail polish on, and it's still performing well. Okay. But um, yeah, you want to increase that extra little chance that it might do better. I guess I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, you've, I think you've got to put everything into it. I think. Um, I think we're all perfectionists, right? So we we just want to put out the best uh, content that we can, and obviously for you that includes your your press on nails. <laughs> it's funny every time I live every, every time I live stream every time I watch your live streams, there's always someone saying, "Where do you get your nails from?" And you're always like, <laughs> "Amazon or AliExpress." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm already saying it in my head before you've answered the question. <laughs> um, and um, we're only be speaking like of me going through the channel we're only six months into the channel at this point but you have so many videos with amazing numbers as i've as i've described already um and every every video i think from this point i noticed was getting um was getting like at least ten thousand views like that was like your minimum basically um which i think is really good to just to maintain that after six months is, is amazing um did you did you already feel like things were just like taking off at this point? Did you kind of like after six months, was it like, okay, I'm like, I'm quite established now. Things are going well. I'm having videos that are doing really well. And like my average video numbers are like solid as well. To, yeah. I could definitely uh, notice it, um, especially in the summertime. I don't know what it is about the summer again. YouTube is weird. But during the summer, my channel gets like a really nice boost. So... I always like took advantage of that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. After six months, I noticed, yeah, that was like exactly summertime. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, one thing I was actually going to talk about before, back to um, talking about like your Turkish channel and Turkish audience. I think um, for people that don't know, this thing called CPM. You know what CPM, right? Um, and I think, I think obviously the CPM is lower because um because the adverts aren't like as prevalent and stuff in turkey and, yeah. and stuff like that right because 
is that like a thing that you factor in? Like, can you, do you notice that yourself? Is it like, if you look at like your CPM for your English videos compared to like your Turkish ones, is it, what's that like? Yeah. Um, the Turkish CPM is horrible. Mm. Like I, it's crazy. And I feel like, uh, it's like six times less than the English wow. channel. Yeah. I think who, who was it? I wonder why. Who was it that was telling me? Oh, Car I think Carol was telling me that, um, so her, her main channel is Spanish and her side channel, which has like 5,000 views or something like that, um, is, is English. And I think I'm pretty sure she was saying that she makes the same amount of money because of the difference in CPM between the Spanish videos that are getting like 50, 60,000 views. Yeah. And these are the ones that are getting maybe like 10, just like to show you like how much it impacts things. That was just one thing I wanted to ask. I know it was a little bit, a little bit off topic, but I just find that interesting. Um, and then what did you do, Edda? You went and you sat in a car and you tapped, you tapped on it. And, and and you know what happened? You got 739,000 views just for sitting in the car and tapping on it. This is incredible. It's incredible. And if you, if you never watched that video or any of those videos, go and watch them because it's kind of like, you see the thumbnail, right? And you're like, hmm. It like it entices you to watch it. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like you want to see the car, but then you're also intrigued like, what's 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 like what's 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 happening in the car with asmr and it, it just works really well obviously um and then i think since that video you've kind of just become iconic for car videos i think you i think is it your youtube bio where it says i'm the girl that taps in taps on cars it's my instagram bio yeah did you expect that video to do so well I didn't. I no. didn't. I just liked how the car looked a lot. Um, there was, I don't know who was, some of my friends were recommending it to me. Um, it was like a a friend's grandfather's car. So it, it was an old timer and I find it so beautiful. And they are like really chill. They don't mind uh, like when I touch it with my nails. I know like a lot of car people get so triggered, angry about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, they were like really chill about it and they actually they asked me if I wanted to so that was cool that's fair yeah because um you've done two more since then right um one has 646 thousand views and the other broke a million that has a 1.3 million Crazy. views it's mental it is mental but they are really fun to watch and I think you've done a video yesterday or was it the day before where you done a um you done a similar thing, but it was on a it was on a bicycle instead. <laughs> but it was nice. I think I fell asleep. Was it last? Was it yesterday? Because I think I, I fell yeah, asleep for that last night. Yeah. Um, go on. Someone said uh, she's running out of cars to tap or something. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. YouTube comment section can be can be really funny sometimes. Other times, you know, we won't talk about them times. But um, you you must be due. You must be due another a car video soon, right? Do you have plans to do another car? I have another uh, kite tapping video planned. I already like went to that place to uh, like to borrow it, I guess, but um, it didn't work out because it was not the kite I wanted. And it sounds so weird, but it's a thing already that I like, it's like Mercedes that I tap on. And I sometimes joke about like, oh, I would never touch a BMW, but just as a joke, like I don't, joke, yeah. I don't really mind any it car. It is chilling, yeah. Um, 
Because did so, you do? Yeah, it didn't work out. You doing a golf video, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a... what? Do you have a car yourself? I don't have a car. No. No, so you do not have a license. I do have a license. I have major driving anxiety, though. I uh, hate driving a car. Okay. But well, I'm sorry I about that. I love how they look. Yeah. So it's fine. What do you do? Do you just use... I'm guessing you, you ride your bike a lot to get around. Um. Yeah, I do. My bike um, is like... I don't know if you saw it in the video. It's really like... I taped it up. I like the things that it's, it's, it's really old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I usually walk or take the tram or like friends' cars. They They like to pick me up and we go places nice no it's nice i can just i just have this like cute image of you just cycling through the neighborhood in your little purple bike <laughs> it's just like it's adorable someone needs to film it <laughs> <laughs> or you could do like a you do like a gopro shop i don't know oh um, that's funny yeah <laughs> um okay we're gonna we're gonna talk about something a little bit controversial now <clears throat> it's not it's not controversial because it's you it's just because what the topic is um so after 10 months you decided to do your first and only, I think, um, ear eating video, uh, which has two hundred and twenty-five thousand views. So not your biggest, but still, still a really, a really great amount of views. Um, and obviously, they they are notorious, as I've kind of alluded to. What was what was the motivation behind wanting to do that? And were you worried about it? I guess. Um, I what was my motivation i think i just wanted really to try it out i saw it was doing well i liked <clears throat> previous ear eating videos oh yeah um so i just wanted to try it out i don't really like mind going out of my comfort zone in on my youtube channel at least yeah um because it's just like another video i know that um people from the community if they don't like it, they just click off and watch another video like it's not the end of the world um the thing is, I posted a second ear eating channel, uh, ear eating video, but I deleted it after like five minutes. And oh, there's no. like, I know that there was someone on Reddit asking for that. Like, <clears throat> someone was asking on Reddit. Edda Fox was uh, did post a second ear eating video. And where did that go? Does someone have a link for that? But I like, I just privated it. I don't know why. It didn't feel right. But the first one was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Are you? Like, are you a big fan of, because I said, I think you said you watch previous, or you like previews, right? Are you a big fan of e-rating videos in general or? I mean, um, it depends. Like, it's always like different phases, right? I don't really find them weird. I, I like <laughs> to listen to them sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like, I don't really have a strong opinion on them. I don't know about you. I think you've done an e-rating video too, right? Like a twin. <clears throat> I've done a lot. Yeah, so I think I think when when I started or when I was like starting with my videos, it was kind of like, you know, when do I do this? Because um I was a big fan of it myself, right? Um as a viewer. Um uh, and it would be like my go-to to like find a irritant video and just put it on while I study or something because I just thought I just find it quite relaxing. Um so it was kind of like I know it's kind of like taboo but I didn't want to be that guy that was like, it's kind of hypocritical to like enjoy editing videos, but not <laughs> do them myself. So I was like, okay, I need to do it. And then uh, I've done, I must have, I must have done over 10 by now. So it's quite a lot. That's cool. Um, but they definitely, they definitely do better um, than a lot of my other stuff. I think a lot of my, probably a lot of my audience 
subscribe to me or, or watch me for for earring videos or just mouth sound videos and stuff like that. So um I and I enjoy doing them. What I normally do is I just put like if I do like an hour long one or like even half an hour, um and I, I think I've told you this, I just put like a headphone in on one ear, turn the volume down so you can't hear it through the headphone. And then I just like listen to a, a pod a podcast myself or a video <laughs> or or like I did one time, I listened I had your live stream in my ear <laughs> while I was doing it. That's a f I always think that the mic picks it up when I listen to something during a recording. Oh, really? So Yeah. But but if you do that, I, I might try that out as well. Yeah, it was on like um I think it was on like half volume, but it was mm -hmm. still it was still good enough so where like the mic didn't pick it up. Um so so yeah, you can do that. It's just cause it can just get a bit boring, just like licking yeah, ears. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but it's such a specific trigger. I get that uh, it gets viewed a lot on your channel. Yeah, no. Um and I did I did do a twin one. Um and that one's doing really well so far. So um it's not my most viewed, but I think it would be like over time it'll be on track to, yeah. to be my most viewed. Um so so That's yeah. So cool. But this is a this is a podcast about you and not me. So <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about in terms of like um like looking and analyzing um specific videos um is obviously your most viewed your most I can't even speak, your most viewed video. Oh. Um, so it's titled Pink Makeup on Mannequin Head. Nice, simple title. It has 2.5 million views. 2.5 million. That's, that's crazy, yeah. That's, there's probably, there's probably like 50 countries in the world that doesn't even have 2.5 million people as their population. That's, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, and that was only three months ago, right? Um as well why why that video what makes it so special to to you and the viewers to get them numbers do you think i i still don't understand it i think uh, a lot of viewers put themselves um like they relate to the mannequin head and they pretend or like they get the feeling that i'm doing it on them that's mm. the only reason i could explain it um yeah. I'm not sure. That's it. I wish I, I, w I would know what it is about mm. it. Um, <laughs> I think just like the cutesy makeup and stuff, like it's like very like aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen a lot of videos of them type pop up now. Um, and I'm guessing you've started that because, uh, yeah, 2.5 mil is, is a lot. Um, and I know you've done follow-ups to that yourself, right? Um. Like ASMR Planets, she's really good at those videos. Yes. Someone mentioned that. Um, there's like, I think GBS done a video with them, mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of other creators, like years and years and years ago. So it was quite popular already. I don't know what made it like popular again now, but it's nice. Yeah. I like it. I think you're just really talented and just gentle and relaxing. And I think, I think people enjoy that. Um, and I don't want this to come across weird, but like, you know, it'd been a while since your previous best video, right? Which was the, um, the car tapping one with 1.3 mil, um, over like a year, I think between, between that one and, and, and this one, did you ever, do you ever doubt yourself during that time that you could ever top, top that video? Or is that, is that not something that you, f you think about? You don't focus on that and you just keep, you just keep doing videos and enjoying it. You know, YouTube likes to rank your videos, you know, it yourself uh -huh. and it sucks. But um, like, how do I say it right? 
I always think about it, like it would be nice to have like a, a video that's like the new first number one video on your channel, but uh -huh. it doesn't work like that. And I'd rather like be consistent with it and have it another time soon than to just get the, what do they say? Analysis paralysis, where you stop posting, like, like you don't post videos anymore because you have so much pressure that you want to top yeah. all your videos. So, and then it makes you like less creative, you post less and it just a spiral down. So I just keep, I just try to focus on other things and when it happens, it happens. I'll have another video idea next week and then maybe mm. that will do better. I don't know. No, I love that mindset. I think that's the way to look at it. Cause you, you know, in life you can't, there's things that are just out of your control, right? Um, so there's no point in worrying about those things and, and, and it's, yeah, you should focus on the things that you can control. Um, and I think you are, and I think that's a healthy way of doing it for sure. Um, and I think what you touched on as well, I can't remember the name of the creator actually, but there was a creator that really blew up. I think she uploaded like less than 10 videos and she like, I don't know. I don't know. Softly don't, sweet ASMR? Was it, it Maybe, maybe it was yeah, her. She, it must, it must be her. This, yeah. And, and, um, I don't think she uploaded for like a year, a year and a half and she'd made a video and she was like. I kept making, I've been making videos the whole time. And she was like, I just couldn't upload them because I wasn't yeah. happy with them. It's funny, you were obviously saying the same video. <laughs> yep. It's the thing, her videos were like so popular. I've never seen anyone with like a regular trigger video, like Inaudible Whispering, have like a few million views with like a new channel. That's crazy. Yeah. And for her to not upload uh, because she has so much pressure that she's afraid it will not do well it's uh it's sad to see actually yeah it sucks for her 100 percent. but it just shows you like all them views aren't everything right so yeah but i think she's been uploading she i think she uploaded like three or four videos since then um i think she's been a bit quiet again but yeah hope she's doing okay shout out her I hope too. shout out her softly sweet is that what you said i couldn't remember yeah. the name I think so. Softly sweet days, right? Yeah. Well, we're rooting for you. We're, we're rooting for yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> yeah. We miss you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, um, yeah, it definitely seems to me that now in like in the present with your channel and stuff like that, you found more of a, a niche. I don't know if you know that word um, with your content. Is, is that right? Because I think what I said at the start was oh, you, you were doing like 54 videos in two months, but they were all different styles and stuff like that it kind of you've definitely got variety still with your videos but it's not it's like you can watch a video now and be like okay that's an edda fox video you know what i mean do you yeah. know what i'm trying do you think so yourself or not i th i think i have like my thing now uh although i have to say i can't decide whether or not i want to be more like a, a lo-fi like natural uh natural setup okay. kind of person or i really like the studio like equipment i like to upgrade my equipment so it's really difficult i know that it's like two different niches and i like both so it's kind of difficult but i yeah. think i would yeah i would say i like have like my thing that i like to do and that people know they can find when they watch me definitely yeah i mean i'm a i'm a definitely a um a fresh edda fox viewer as you know um i i literally discovered you probably like less than a month Last ago week. now <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. and that's like where have you been my whole life no i'm joking <laughs> um but like 
you know, I've watched I've watched so many videos of your of yours now. Um, it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like you're a uh, you get like a comfort creator, right? It's like oh, you scroll for ages on YouTube and you're like, I'm not finding anything. I'll just go on Edda Fox's page. Like, that's, that's cool. What, I appreciate. <laughs> that's what it's like. Um, there's like you and like um, who do I else do I like with like um, ASMR Softy. She's a bit of a smaller channel. I don't know if you've seen her stuff. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I think you would enjoy her stuff. Um, uh, and yeah, she's like the same. What I was going to say was that video that you uploaded yesterday, it was like obviously super lo-fi, right? Um, but it was still, it was still you. It was still all the great things that I love about you. And I think that switch from a more of a produced video to that lo-fi one didn't, didn't influence me negatively, basically. Um, and I still, I still really enjoy that video. So I think, I think you can definitely do both is what my, is what my point of all that is. <laughs> I'll try to. That was a long, yeah. it was a long convoluted way of saying it. But, um, I think, I think the people that really do watch you and, and love what you create won't, won't mind. Um, and it's a good way to keep it fresh for you, right? You know, doing more lo-fi stuff. So, definitely. Um, and as you say, lo-fi videos can absolutely just blow up out of nowhere if you're watching and you're thinking oh, i can't start ASMR because i don't have the money you can literally just have your phone in your hand don't even need an external mic just just go and tap and scratch on something random and it'll blow up <laughs> my my car videos are all with my phone only and uh, -huh. uh they are like it's crazy to and it's think just that. it's just the internal phone mic as well yeah, mm -hmm. there's no other. It was just my phone. Like I'm, I was recording like a story, but just like yeah. horizontal way. It's crazy that uh, it like doesn't really matter in that sense. So if anyone wants to create ASMR, you don't. I know a lot of people say it, but you don't really need like yeah, nice know, equipment. Yeah, for sure. I just I, honestly the the best thing about all them types of videos is just you know you're tapping away, tapping away, and the next minute. Boom, you're tapping like the camera and it's so good. It's so nice. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm so glad you like it too. Uh, some people don't really get it or like if they're not into it. I'm so glad that there's a community who like really likes it. Yeah. That's I, nice. Yeah. It's because you're like, you're focused on what you're tapping and scratching on. And then next minute the nails are just on the camera. It's like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. Um. Anyway, I, I swore to not fangirl too much during this. I'm trying my best. Um. Oh, why? Yeah, what are your favorite videos to film? We, I want to know that. What do you, what do you love the most? Uh, I love the definitely the point of view videos, like the videos where it's like from my angle, mm -hmm. uh, like all the, um, like the lo-fi videos or the ones where I'm projecting the camera on my table. Yes. Um, I don't like to have myself in the video. I don't know why. And it's funny to think that um, there was a time where like 80% of my subscribers or like 70% of my subscribers, they didn't know how I look like because they only saw me, like only saw the videos that I was posting like, yeah. from my point of view. So I, I don't know. I like the idea of it. It's just really fun. It doesn't put too much pressure on me. Uh -huh. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and like you say, it's just your phone, isn't it? You've literally just hit record on the phone, and it's so easy and simple. Um, yeah, that's nice because it's it's important. I think you know, to ask the creator what what do you actually enjoy the most. <laughs> Definitely, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk Twitch for a little bit. What made you What made you want to start 
I guess Twitch or in general, what made you want to start live streaming? Did you live stream on YouTube first or was it, was it Twitch first? How did that come about? Um, I celebrated my 10,000 subscribers uh, on Twitch live and I went live on you. No, wait, I went live on YouTube to celebrate my 10,000 on YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I really liked it. it. I was like, I can just talk to them in real time. I was like telling that to a friend and they, they said like, you know, that Twitch exists, right? So mm -hmm. I didn't even like know that people like stream ASMR on Twitch or whatever. So yeah. I think that day or like a few days later, I just opened my Twitch channel uh, just to do that more often because it was just so much fun. It is. It's just nice, like engaging with that community that supports you a bit more, isn't it? Yeah. It's Yeah. Because the next question was like, why do you love it so much? But it's, I think it's just obvious, right? Um, yeah. What, what do you like about Twitch more than YouTube? Just the more features and stuff. Like in terms of live streaming? Yeah. Um, that it's like more customizable you have mm -hmm. you can lay out your page like you can give it like a whole like aesthetic if that makes sense you can make it like all dark and purple and have your custom emotes and stuff yeah. and like the moderation is so much better um i agree uh youtube is very much like you go live and it's like a q a kind of so like people who watch your videos they ask you a bunch of questions because that time they can talk to you if that makes sense mm -hmm. and yeah the twitch streams are like more chill yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and that's probably, yeah, I've never done a YouTube live. Um, I just think, yeah, I just think Twitch is just better for, for live streaming. But yeah. you, you obviously do both still, um, which is like commendable for sure. Because you still make sure that the people that don't have Twitch are still getting like live at the content. <laughs> so that's nice. How, how do you, yeah, how do you balance that though? How do you balance your YouTube videos? And all that Twitch stuff as well as everything, every, everything else that you've got going on in your life. How, yeah, how do you find that balance? Um, it's really difficult to find a balance. You definitely need to prioritize some things. And I know that when some videos do well, or there's a time where my ch channel like does really well on YouTube, that I need to take a few days off of like streaming on Twitch because I know that time will not be there forever. So I just need to, it's just a balance, I guess and lots of time offline you need to reset your mind i guess mm -hmm. um talking to to get so many like you stream as well you get like people talk to you and you kind of need to reset the like yeah having so many interactions i don't know yeah no i think i um i think i just relate to that in real life in general like if you have a social situation i am I am like desperate for some alone time after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just let me be alone exactly. with myself for a little bit. Cause I've just, I've just, ex, uh, what's it called? I've used up all my extroverted energy, which for me, there's not a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so yeah, no, I get that. I'm guessing like you would never do just like Twitch streaming full time. Cause I'm guessing you like to just create videos still. It's always going to be both of them coexisting, right? I would, yeah, I would rather have both of them coexisting. Um, I think it's my creative outlet is, or like I can use my creativity more on YouTube. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Twitch is like um, really nice. But oh, how do I say it? You know what I mean though, right? I know, I know so, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I think, um, oh, that's actually one thing I normally talk about on the podcast with the, with the other creator is like um, how... Um, how as ASMR creators, we we probably all have this creative itch, right? To just like, to create something that's our own and it's our unique spin on it. 
And I think I've always had that, but I've never been, I've never been artsy, never been good at art. My dad used to do my art homework at school, um, drawing, painting, anything like that, uh, creating anything like crafts, never been good for me. So I've never been able to like scratch that itch yeah, uh, to an extent. So to be able to film a video where it's all about audio uh, for the most part, obviously there's visual triggers, hand movements and stuff like that. Um, but it's been able, it's been easier for me to be able to, um, to feel comfortable doing that and then scratch that itch in the process. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's the same for you, but I'm guessing you look like the type of person that's really artsy. So you definitely oh, really? can't that's relate cool. to that part. Yeah. I, I'm not really good at drawing. I like, I like to explore things and people on Twitch know that I'm like not good at any, like I'm good I like playing games, but I'm not like particularly good in any game. I'm not particularly good in any drawing or like in any art, but I just like to uh -huh. do it because it's fun, I guess. Yeah, no. If I done anything like that, it would look like a five-year-old drawing it. <laughs> I promise you, no one, no one wants to see that. <laughs> it's funny going back That's to that, going back to my dad doing my homework. Um, we have like a uh, in the UK, you do like GCSEs. I don't know if you've heard of them. But it's like a it's like a qualification that you do going through school, but you kind of get to pick what subjects you want to do. Yeah. And they have this like parents evening where you sit down with your teachers and they say, Oh, um, you know, I really think I really think Sam should um take this for his take the subject for his GCSE. So we sat down with my art teacher, she got the art book out and it was full of my dad's work and not my work. And she was like this is amazing. Sam is, oh uh, she's, he's so great at art. And I think you should do, I think you should do this as, as one of his subjects. And my dad's like sitting there just like, yeah, that's all my stuff. <laughs> Your dad getting inspired to, to have an art career. Yeah. He done a lot of like, so um, he done a lot of like, uh, technical, um, like engineering drawings, um, at school. So he's, mm -hmm. he's been really good at art like oh, nice. since he was a kid. So that's what that was. But anyway, um, going back to kind of uh how you said like to take a break and stuff like that which leads on to my next question is um yeah talk to me a little bit about edda outside of asmr what is what is edda doing any hobbies obviously you know you're at university doing your linguistics degree but like yeah how do you how do you relax what do you like to do um, I have to admit my university is like more in the background now that I do uh, most of like my stuff full time. Mm -hmm. But um, so like I don't do much university stuff at the moment. I need to write my exams, which I haven't done yet. Um, but uh, other than that, I like to be outdoors a lot, especially like after all, everything going on. I like to just, um, yeah, be outdoors. I like to watch movies or just regular stuff i would say there's nothing what? monumental that i do in my free time it's just yeah just just normal stuff but that, i think that's it's important what what are your favorite movies now you said movies i'm, I'm a big movie fan so um i have to admit i'm not like into the like i don't i haven't watched most of the movies that i should know of mm, like, like star the wars and yeah. like everything i i need to watch those still you do um <laughs> i can't think of my favorite movie right wow. now actually What's what? your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Kill Bill. Oh, look, I haven't watched that either. Yeah, you should watch that. It's amazing. I like Tarantino films in general. So I like Pulp Fiction and, and yeah. uh, Django and stuff like that. that. Sounds good. Yeah. You don't have a favorite. You must have a favorite. What 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 like genre do you like best? Do you like a rom com? Do you like a do you like an action, thriller, uh, horror? I mean I like I really like Shutter Island, like more of the thriller. Oh, yeah. So that's like that's ones. like my type of film as well. Oh, okay, um, that's nice. Yeah, like 
I like Nolan films in general. That's a Christopher Nolan film. Um, I don't know how how much you know your directors and stuff. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think it is anyway. It's a Leonardo. Di- it's a Leo film, right? So uh, he often works with Christopher Nolan. But I have seen that film, um, and I I love films like that. Just get you thinking. You're like always yeah. kind of on edge a little bit, but it's not too like horror-y, But it's like yeah. No, Shutter Island's a good film. Um, nice. So, oh, that was a, oh yeah. I think, I think, did I watch, you done a Q&A like a while ago, right? Or oh, maybe it was on like a live stream. Um, what was it? I think you brought up the fact that you kind of do some like work on the side for a different company. Can you touch on any of that? Or is that like top secret? Yeah. Um, no, it's not top secret. It's just um, I I worked for this company before I started like doing ASMR. So um, they sent me like products, and I I set up like a little studio in my room or in the living room, uh-huh. and I take product photos, I edit them, I make them so that they can be like sold on Amazon. Nice. Like they put the pictures up for. Yeah. So when you're scrolling yeah. through Amazon looking for like an item. Some of them pictures of uh, maybe ones you've actually taken yourself. Yeah, it's like that's um, crazy. How? Do, so you, like you, I I put I create on. like a setting and it's more for like advertisement I would say. So uh-huh. it's just for example like coffee mugs I like decorate decorated I put that coffee in there put it behind like an, in in a nice setting and pretend it's like a kitchen or whatever it is. So yeah, yeah that's amazing. So are you um. Oh, what was I going to say? I, this is the hard thing about being a podcast host. You're like, you get invested in what they're, answer, what they're answering, but then you think, oh, there, I need to ask that question. <laughs> I can't think of what I was going to say. Um, oh, it's on my... Oh, so does that mean you are like, you're good at photography and stuff like that then? Do you have... Yeah. I would, I would love to assume so. I'm definitely not good at it. And the last uh, like job I've taken, I... Uh, notice my own like um abilities because there was something that i couldn't do and i told them that i'm i it's i can't really do it i need more equipment i need better skills at it uh-huh. but um yeah I, I would assume that i'm good at photography although i'm there's still a lot of improvement yeah but i guess i guess that'll some of that'll transition over to when you're creating videos and stuff right i guess that's helped you when when you have started asmr so that's yeah definitely yeah um so you've got it's amazing that you said you what you you took a room in in the house is it your house um i live in an apartment you live in an apartment like a three bedroom apartment i have a roommate um but most of like all the stuff that i do is in my room okay well like i i have to like do the streams or like reschedule the stream so i can set up everything and put it all away so yeah it's like a lot of stuff around because i don't have much space no that's fair did um did like all your youtube and twitch success did that help you get this apartment is that how you've been able to like kind of transition into that uh i always lived here so i was like i didn't um take the budget or like the income that i had Uh to like move but i hope i can move like towards the end of the year that would be amazing i would have like more space and more quiet time yeah i think i think as well you can tell i'm a massive fanboy in your streams you've mentioned a couple of times that you kind of don't see yourself living in germany for the rest of your life right i think you said you would you would like to move to somewhere else do you have any 
any short any shortlisted places? I don't. Um, I've, I'm always open to move. I don't know. I I'm not like really. Um, what's the right word? Like nothing is holding me like here to like forcefully. So I would mm -hmm. really like to maybe like be in Portugal maybe for a while. I don't know. Or like I when I was in London, I really. When I was in London, I immediately looked up apartments in London because I wanted to move there. So I don't know. You probably got scared by the prices, though. Yeah, it's crazy how expensive it is. But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely open to like move to somewhere within Europe. Maybe I'm not sure about like other countries because I'm not familiar with like their system. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, no, it's nice that you wanna you know, keep your options open and stuff like that. I think Portugal's a really beautiful place. I've been on holiday, holiday there quite a lot um, and just fell in love with the country. And I didn't really explore much of it because it was kind of all in the, the same area. What, what, why Why were you... Sorry, were you going to say something about Portugal before I move on? No, I, I want to say I heard you went to like Albufeira as well. That's uh -huh. why, where I went to. I, I loved it so much. Yeah, I have special memories in there. And the more I think about them, the more I might cry. So let's not talk about that. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful place um i must have been there six seven times now um and i always used to That's love it a as a lot. kid i haven't been in so long um but that was one of the places where um because i have two families because my parents uh divorced so a lot of the time i would go there with my mom's side of the family and then i think once or twice i ended up going there with my dad as well so yeah villas hotels cool. yeah so it's a lovely part of the, uh, portugal um i was gonna ask oh how did you how did you come to be in london what what happened there uh it was just a, like a city travel with friends basically i we went there with um ryanair the most oh that's cheap you got cheap, a nice, nice yeah cheap it was like 10 10 euros for a flight oh my so gosh we were like okay it's like 20 bucks to go there and come back so let's go let's just uh, do it, it yeah. yeah it was for a weekend it was so nice um a lot of i don't know if you are from london but a lot of people um don't like like a lot of people who are not from there don't like it um but i really liked it i'm not sure yeah i i live on the opposite side of the uh, of england to london but um, but i've been a lot oh well mm -hmm. okay um the cost of living is it's like uh, where i'm from it's so cheap so my my house i actually own my house it's a three-bedroom house with a drive, a conservatory, a backyard. Um, oh, nice. If you dragged that house <clears throat> and put it into London, it would probably cost you like four times as four times as much money. And you probably, for what I paid for this house, you probably couldn't find a one-bedroom apartment anywhere in London for the same price. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, that's, it, it's... It's just, you said you said the the airline ticket cost you ten pound to get to London. You'd probably pay ten pound for a vodka and coke when you were there. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive there. It's yeah, that's one of the downsides, uh -huh. definitely. Yeah, I think <clears throat> if it's for you, then I think it's worth it. But um, I think it's nice just to live somewhere else in the UK, but still be able to visit because then you kind of you kind of okay. get you kind of get both best of both worlds. Then, but yeah. there's so much going on in London. Um, it's it's a nice city it's funny you say that about like um what did you say do you say non-londoners normally don't like london is that what you said yeah i don't know i don't know what it is about it but um a lot of people in london they think they're better i guess and the others feel like i i don't know what it is yeah. it's weird because it's i mean it's it's a very 
multicultural city mm. for sure. Um, probably one of the most multicultural cities in the UK. Um, so, but yeah, interesting. Well, I, I, I look forward to wherever you end up. <laughs> we, could, we have to do some like edit travel vlogs. We need Definitely. that. Mm-hmm. We need that in our um, I, I I mean, it wouldn't be like forever maybe, but I feel like I'm always open to move places for like a few years and maybe come back. Yeah. Do you like traveling in general? Just like exploring? Stuff? Yeah, I, I'm like not of a hiker, I would say, but I like a city, <laughs> mm-hmm. city travel. So yeah, I like, like just exploring. City breaks and stuff like that. Do you have a favorite city that you've been to? Uh, I love New York. Mm-hmm. I'm torn between um like countryside, like I love the nature well, and stuff. Yeah, but well, that's I me. also like that's where I live in the countryside. Yeah, it's really peaceful. I think for the long term, like countryside is better. Um, well, cities, cities are nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm definitely a big travel guy. Um, and I I haven't been able to travel with COVID, and then I've been ill for seven months as well. So it's kind of oh, well. yeah, I'm kind of double shackled. Um, but hopefully, hopefully I can get away soon. I just really, I just really want to just travel and, and, and have some holiday time. Hopefully. I hope you get well soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I think, I think things are getting better, but I think it's something that I'm going to have to deal with maybe my whole life. So it kind of sucks, but yeah. Anyway, last question for this part is um do you have any tips for anyone that's watching who might be starting their own channel or in the process of starting their own channel what advice would you um would you give would you give them could be anything and everything um i would say just do the videos that you like watching as well so you'll understand what it's about so if you like watching like lots of okay um, i see what you're saying yeah I mean, people who like to watch ear eating videos, they know that like, for example, like the tongue flutters, they sound super like tingly or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like it's really difficult for someone to replicate that when they don't even know like what people like about it a lot. Uh Uh-huh. You know what? I get what you're saying. That's a good advice. Yeah. And like, just explore a lot of things you never know. Like you never know what what will be like the, the most popular video on your channel or you'll you'll find something that you're really good at that you wouldn't have known before that so just be open-minded i guess great advice there you go you've heard it from the fox herself you know (laughs) (laughs) um so we're going to round this out with the future section always it's always an ominous word um okay so i want to know if there you've done a lot you've been on this platform for a while you've got 450 odd videos like i said at the start it's a lot of videos is there anything that you haven't done yet that you want to do or is it for you going forward is it just going to be more of the same asmr Mm, i definitely i went a little bit in that direction i definitely want to make like a really ambient cinematic type of asmr video Mm -hmm. i've done that with like um like a with like old papers and but i would like to have like a medieval kind of ambient i don't know yeah like a role play as well because you don't do many role plays right i don't do many role plays it doesn't have to be a role play it can be like something that's just for example i was writing on this really old paper with a glass dip pen oh that'd be nice with like 
really old music and like everything super warm with candles and stuff. I really like to go like see what how how much I can improve in that area. Like the cinematic, yeah. I love that so much. No, I, I think you do a great job of that. Um, and public video, yeah, p- public ASMR. Like in like, I see a lot of people doing tapping in Target or whatever. Oh really? You want to do something like that? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I like Publix too. I, I could watch you tapping on anything as long as you keep tapping the camera every so every so often. <laughs> I'll you, do that. You've got a promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that'd be great. Um, I don't think. No, I, I. There's a lot of videos, right? So I definitely could have missed this. I don't think you've done a lot of collabs. Is there any people that are in the community that you would absolutely love to do a collab with? Um, I've, yeah, my, my two collabs were with Puffin and with, um, um, what quite Q, 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 I always call it Q. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder, I would love to make a collab with, uh, Ivy ASMR. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know her. She does a lot never, of uh, outdoors. Um, or like, hmm, I need to think about it. Ivy, how do you spell that? Like I V Y. Like E E V Y. Well, fun fact, she was my second guest on the podcast. Really? That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, well, I don't think you pronounce it like that because I would have pronounced it really? Evie. I think it's Evie. I think in her one of her live streams she said that she gets annoyed by people calling her Evie. I'm not sure if it was Ivy or Evie, so I always say oh, both. Well I I'm definitely sure. I definitely announced her as Evie in the podcast. Me too. So. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'll, I I gotta ask her. Um Yeah, have you have you talked to her before? Because I could definitely I could definitely hook her up. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we've messaged before. I don't wanna I don't wanna lie. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a few other collabs that I have planned like within like Germany and Europe that I'm I'm not announcing yet because I'm I don't know if it's gonna happen for Ooh. sure. But that would be cool. Yeah, because yeah. I think I think if I think of like lo fi outdoor specifically ASMR, I think of e- I think of Evie. Um Definitely. she's got some really big videos that have popped off. Um and She's just she's just really good at what she does as well. So I think that would be great. I think you guys would do would do a good job. I think her stuff's more fast and aggressive though. Yeah. Whereas That's your, the thing. Yours yeah, more a bit like... general. So you could have you could have a mix of both. I need to see. Yeah. I'm down for that. Um and then you have you have a project coming up because the next question is, do you have any projects in the works? <laughs> and obviously you just said that you have something coming up, but you kinda can't talk about it yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for my uh like for my second appointment for the shot and then I finally can meet meet some creators, like yeah. travel um to other countries. I wanted to make finally like real life ASMR. I'd love, love to give like people real like back scratches or like head massages, oh stuff my like God. that. Sign, where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do like meet so many as many people as possible. So I'm definitely down for that. Yeah. Um I know, yeah. um, I think I know two people in Germany. Um, one is Abby ASMR, who's also been a guest on the podcast. Um, she's American, but she lives in Berlin. And okay. um, I know um, the previous episode of this, which hasn't went live yet, was filmed with a really new creator. So I don't know if you came across her, but she's called ASMR Kat. Um, she also lives in Germany, but I don't think we got onto, I got onto asking her where she, whereabouts in Germany, but they're the only two I, th- I think I know. Oh. I've, I've never heard of them, but I'm, I'm definitely going to, 
check them out. It's you said they're new creators, right? No, so Abby, Abby's been a while. Abby's been in the space for a year. Um, okay. She's doing really well. She's got like 50, 60,000 subscribers. Um, and Kat has only been in the scene for like three months and she's already got nearly 20,000 subscribers. So she's doing really well. Ooh, um, nice. Uh-huh. So uh, she's the episode before this. Um, but yeah, both both lovely. I'm sure if you if you were doing a meetup, they would they would try. It'd be amazing. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, I think there's a meetup happening this weekend in the UK, um, but but it's in London and um, and I'm ill, so I uh, I'm definitely gonna I, get I'm definitely gonna get serious FOMO. Yeah, I feel I see that on Twitter. A lot of people are meeting up in the, in the UK a lot. Everyone's yeah. jealous of that. I, I can't wait. I want an ASMR friend. I don't have many friends. I don't want to get all sad, but I don't have many friends in general. So it'd be nice to be nice. To I definitely, yeah, I get, I mean, I relate to that. So it's, it's always nice if you have someone in the community that you can like, uh, like IRL meet up with, just do stuff. That's yeah. Nice. It's just where I am. There's, I'm just like, so I'm just so out of everything where I live in the UK. Yeah. Um, so it's just far from everyone. Um, and obviously with COVID and I've been ill, it's been hard, but hopefully, hopefully soon. Um, hopefully, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so normally I ask about other types of content. Um, but I mean, you know, you've got, you've got your YouTube channel, you've got your Twitch, you've got Patreon. Um, you're quite active on Instagram as well. You're literally, you're literally doing it all. <laughs> so I can't really ask about that. Um I think we touched on it before about some vlogs and stuff like that. Would you do it over types of content like like vlogs or more like day in the life stuff of Edda? Would would you do that in the future? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I have my like my lifestyle channel. I made the name already, so it's just my name and my last name. I just um, that didn't make it like public yet because I didn't record any. You want to wait till you've done something? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely open for that. Yeah, I just think... don't know one. Oh, when? Just when, yeah. Because, like I say, you, you're already doing quite a lot, right? So, I mean, you've just released your own merch as well. So that's really cool. Um, I should have wore that, shouldn't I? I should have wore that. I've missed a trick. It's because you. Look, I should have wore it too. You I forgot looking, as well. <laughs> you're looking so nice. I was like, I'm, I'm going to have to put on a shirt. <laughs> just because of that Instagram story? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I would have wore something decent. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not a shirt, though. Um. Anyway, one more. I'm really. Go on. Oh, sorry. No, go on. Uh, I'm really. I'm. I'm a fan of documenting. So, um, for like documentation purposes, I would love to have just for that alone. I would love to have a vlog channel to look back onto. I've recorded my breakdowns during during the pandemic and stuff. I just didn't like uh, really? upload Bless them you. anywhere. I really like to record like uh, like stuff when it happens, so mm. I can look back on so think, it's nice i think that's really respectful um especially because you're recording like negative stuff as well like you said um and i'm sorry that you that you went through that um <laughs> i think it's been hard for everyone right it's not being yeah, it's I not been great so i hope i hope someone irl is giving you is giving you lots of love i, I think you said you had some good supportive friends so i hope i hope they're, they're there for you um but next thing is the ultimate goals of the channel you're basically full-time right now right would you would you want to do this for the rest of your life would that be would you be happy with that 
Definitely. I would definitely, also, uh, I'm sorry, I'm like throwing in German words. Um, You're fine. I, <laughs> I look German, I would, so it's okay. I can't speak a word really, but I know. I've got the blonde hair, blue eyes, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, what do I want to say? I I can see myself doing this forever. Like, I don't see like a finish. Um, but I think it would change though. Like, it would change a lot. I wouldn't be like the same person. Mm. My videos wouldn't look the, nearly the same anymore in like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, everything, everything evolves, but you would, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see a reason why not. Even if it would be something else than ASMR, I'm, um, I think like the YouTube and Twitch side is always going to be like a nice outlet. Yeah, I think I was bringing this up, but I I seen a stat like what was it in twenty eighteen on YouTube there was something like three million ASMR videos on the platform, which is a lot of videos, right? And obviously That's... it must be way more than that now. This is three years ago, um, so I think it's only going to get bigger. I think mental health in general is becoming more prominent, and people are more accepting of it. And I think we are a good. As a community, we are a good mental health outlet for people that need it. It's not, um, it's not what you call it. Uh, it's not a solution. Um, I definitely think, you know, if you are struggling, you should, you should try seek out some therapy. Um, ASMR artists are not therapists, but we can be there in the short term. Um, if, if you need us, I think that's a beautiful thing about it. Um, and I've always been big into mental health and that's the main reason why I started my channel in the first place because um, I learned on ASMR a lot when I was in a bad place and when I got better I kind of said okay I want to give back uh, I think a lot of people say that um, but I, I really mean it um, so yeah I think it's only going to get bigger and better and I think the views are got people are still going to want to demand ASMR so I think I think you'd be fine yeah I think you've been going to be smashing it for years to come and then you're going to look back on them 54 videos in two months and think, how did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> That's still crazy. Maybe um, it'll be a video a month. I'll see. <laughs> like 10 years. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of asked, like, what about creating something bigger than yourself? Now, you've, you've started your own merch line. I think that's amazing. Do you kind of want to you know, keep on top of that, keep evolving that more merch, more, more, yeah, just more all things Edda that you can kind of, um, you know, uh, share with your, with your, with your YouTube and Twitch family, basically. Maybe, oh, I, I wrote this down as well because I thought this was good. Maybe this is a good idea. What about your own nail brand? That would be so cool. That yeah. be so <laughs> nice idea. Yeah. Oh my you God. Can send yeah. Me a could. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um, I don't it will be it's nice to have something that's like your own where you don't need to give um like um what do they say Bezos account <laughs> or like uh just I don't know being dependent on like Amazon like Twitch or um uh -huh. yeah it will be really nice but I would for example with the merch is from Teespring I really like how it looks like it'd be so cool to have like you can't do like embroidered stuff or the high high quality right. like knitting and whatever yeah. so that that'd be cool for like in a few years uh -huh. I don't know yet yeah it's kind of one of them things where you just kind of let it let it materialize as it happens you know what I mean I think yeah I think you just gotta live in the moment and then the opportunities will come for sure but yeah. I, yeah, but I think the stuff on Teespring is really good. 
Um, I think, I think it's really, I think it's good quality. Uh, it fits like the hoodie that I got fits really well. Um, so if you're watching any and you haven't got your Edda Fox merch yet, you need to check that out. Link will be in the description. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I should have worn it for today. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, I should have showed it off. Should have. Uh, we could have sponsored it as well. <laughs> a sponsored episode. Sixty uh, second ad. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the dream eventually. Hopefully, I get a sponsor. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, like I said in the um, in the in the middle of the podcast, like I think you are. Uh, you're like the long nails are kind of like notorious, like the your thing now, right? So I think to come full circle with that would be to to do your own brand. That'd be amazing. I don't know why I never thought of that. Yeah, manifest it, girl. You can do it. I, I've seen. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on my mood board. Uh huh. Yeah, do it. Like, look at what you've achieved so far. I know. I know you can. I know you can do that. Um. So I'll be rooting for you anyway. Would you get them though? That's the question. Would I Would get them? them? <laughs> Maybe for you. No, not no, uh, nothing like that. Yeah, not really my style. But, I know. You know, if you're a guy and you like doing that, go for it. Go off. I'm not going to stop you, but I'll stop myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think that's where we're going to end it. I think we were going to come to a close, guys. And I would love to talk to Edda for so much longer, but I don't want to. I don't want to keep her anymore. Um, and Zeus in the background will be wanting some love and scratches soon. So, yeah. Is he flat out? He's like, he's. Sleeping. Oh my god, he's living his best life right now. Yep. That, that's what that's what we look like when we've listened to ten minutes of Ella Fox. <laughs> so many compliments! Oh my god. Instant snooze. Oh yeah, I should have warned you. I should have give you a compliment warning. <laughs> oh, I don't hold back. No, but honestly, um, I definitely want to say thank you, um, so so much for coming on and taking the time out of your day, um. It really means the world to me and and I know how precious time is. So so thank you. Thank you for inviting me and for reaching out. I appreciate it. It's always uh, so nice to have people include you in your work. And I'm really happy you did that. So thank you. No, it's a, it's a pleasure. And like I think I said to you in, in, in DMs and stuff, it's just, you know, everyone has a story. I think as uh, viewers, we often see just this super, superficial person in front of the camera. And um, even though, you know, creators do q and a's and stuff like that it still doesn't really get into the nitty-gritty of who they are as a person and i think i think everyone has a an amazing person that should be should be showing off that transcends just the content that they create so i hope i hope i did that um edda's work is amazing and she is amazing within herself and if you're not familiar with her and you're still watching make sure you check out the video description and the top comment because it'll have the links to her channel her twitch and all her social media stuff basically so go and uh, check that out um if you did enjoy this and you want to see more of these podcast episodes um these are weekly um and i have a different creator on every single week um, I also upload normal ASMR videos um, on my channel. So make sure you are subscribed for that. Uh, yeah, like like the video if you, if you enjoyed this. Um, comment down below what you thought. If you have any uh, advice for me as a host, 
shoot that away. If you have any questions for Edda, leave them down below as well. I can't promise that she'll answer them, but I always say that just in case you want to ask something. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah, uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed and click that bell icon and select all to get a notification when a new podcast episode goes live and when a new ASMR video goes live. And like I said earlier on in the podcast, uh, these episodes are also in audio only form. The audio version of the episode will go live. Um, this is live on the Wednesday. It'll go live the following Tuesday, basically on all the platforms that includes Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and a lot of others links to that are also in the video description and the top comment. So you, you can't, you just can't miss it. Basically all the previous episodes or the previous 13 episodes, if you're watching this live will be available on them platforms right now for you to watch if you prefer that but i'm going to stop talking because I've, I've talked a lot and we're going to close it out but again thank you so so much Edda. you are a star and i wish you all the best for the future thank you so much <laughs> but that's it from us today guys i hope you've enjoyed the podcast this has been the white up whisper podcast Edda has been amazing and we'll see you in the next one Bye bye